and racing. And it was an even start too, as it should have been. Checked out the back initially. Dynamic Prince Panadero Warrior there in strife and Landon Bale led Mobile Legend goes quickly. Titan Blazer, Matt's Hope first turn. Just behind those money O's found the fence. Dynamic Prince well back in the race. High Tribrico off the track. Titan Blazer turning. It's Titan Blazer out wide after Mobile Legend, but Mobile Legend's got the cup one over Titan Blazer. Third in money O's, oh, Landon Bale. That was the Warrigal Cup from the other night. Georgie Fruzzi joins me now to talk Greyhounds, how are you, George? Uh, good, Sean. How are you, mate? I'm good. It was an interesting race, the Warrigal Cup, because the heats blew out some of the big names. It's just one of those things that we expect, expect from sports, Sean. You've been following it a long time as well, that there's always an upset in the offing. And obviously, mm. there was none bigger than, than Wow, She's Fast getting defeated by Money O's, who was a, a terrific run to make his, his way through the final. And while... While the final wasn't won by the favourite, he did open favourite um, after the heats because he was the fastest heat winner, Mobile Legend. But he continually drifted throughout uh, the week. And I, again, I mentioned it a few times. I think it might have been on the back of where people thought he was going to sit in the speed map. He's a greyhound that historically in his career, there's always been a bit of a discrepancy between his first sectionals. Um, he can either begin really well or miss it a little bit. But um, credit to to Daryl Brennan, the trainer, because he's, he's got this greyhound jumping out very well. And that was the key to him. He held out Max Hope from a wide draw. And when he sat second behind Landon Bale, Landon Bale's a terrifically fast greyhound, but he's not going to go with Mobile Legend um, when the when the chips are down in that home straight because he does get a little bit tired, whereas Mobile Legend, connections believe, can run 600 metres. So it was a terrific victory. To just add a little bit of icing on the cake, he, cake, he ran 25-32, which is a new race record. Mm. The track record is 25-19, Shimmer Shine. So probably only about two and a half lengths outside the track record. They would have been wrapped with a victory from a greyhound who's always had the ability. But sometimes some greyhounds just never reach those heights. But uh, Mobile Legend is now a group winner and deservedly so. And often, it doesn't matter whether it's a greyhound, harness or a galloper, sometimes you just need the circumstances to be right on the night, don't you? Yeah, you did. And look, he certainly wasn't, it wasn't handed to him. As I said, there was speed in one, there was speed in eight. So... The theory was that they were going to sort of get out to a lead, and Mobile Legend, was, if, if he was to be successful, was to go around them, Sean. But he began so well, and in fact, he began as well as he did in his heat. His first split was identical in heat and final, and that's what set up the race. And we often see it in greyhound racing. Sometimes you just need to make your own luck by beginning cleanly, getting yourself in a good enough position, and then you, you're able to uh, show off your, your skill and... Mobile Legend's got plenty of that. He's, he's a very, very fast greyhound. As I said, opened at 3.40, blew out to 5.50. So for Mobile Legend fans, they, they certainly got a nice price mm. as the week went on. Now, where is she's fast? Where to now? Well, she was supposed to go around in the match race at Warrigal, but was withdrawn. So that might have been just a, a small little um, injury. Um, don't think it's anything too serious. So what are we now? January 16, February 11. At the Meadows, there's no doubt she'll get a berth in the uh, Tem Lee, mm. a Group 1 Invitational uh, race worth $100,000 to the winner. And it could set up a mouth-watering clash with Amron Boy again. Uh, obviously, those two clashed in what will go down if we look back oh. in history as one of those races. Um, that, so, yeah. You see, you see races, and uh, George, that night, I've got to be honest, the, the, the atmosphere of the crowd was just amazing. Yeah, it was, and, and you know, not to hark back on it because we spoke about it ad nauseum for sure, but what, what I think happened was it looked like Wow She's Fast was going to win for all, for all money, 
And then at, out of the corner of their eye, they see Amron Boy. Mm. So if we're able to set up another clash like that, and if Amron draw, Boy draws a bit better, I can guarantee you he will start favourite in the race. But look, there's still a lot of water to go under the bridge. Amron Boy's got fish, the big fish to fry across the border on Saturday. But uh, hopefully we get to see those two greyhounds um, engaged in the Temley. As I said, February 11, we have three invitational races on that night at the Meadows mm. over all three distances and also prelims of the Australian Cup, where there's a small group of greyhounds try to qualify straight into the semi-final stage, where 56 greyhounds are automatically selected for it. So a big couple of weeks coming up. Now, I'm going to have a chat with Brooke Ennis a little later on. Amron Boy, we mentioned him, and of course, uh, the Pools of Thunder the other night. He got the chockies. They're racing. Amron Boy, he was a touch slow. Yuko Girl out fast. She's just staying away from the rails, and Amron Boy will push through. And the favourite's gone to the lead now. So it's Amron Boy from Ibrox Wildfire. Third, Yuko Girl. Fourth, Special Blend. Then Zipping Kyrgios on the bus end. Whiteley off the back straight. And the leader, Amron Boy from Ibrox Wildfire, who's throwing out a big challenge on the outside. They corner. It's Amron Boy and Ibrox Wildfire. Amron Boy just in front. He had to dig deep, but he wins. Amron Boy beats it's Ibrox Wildfire, who was huge in defeat. Now, that was the heat of the pools of thunder the other night, and uh, it wasn't the easiest watch, was it? No, it wasn't, and I think you can hear the surprise in race caller Matt Jackson's voice that Ibrox um, was was to get so close, because when he led on that first corner, I was sitting with a few mates, and and, and we all sort of said, what's this dog going to run? Mm. You know, he's, he's capable of running a, a 29.30 at Wentworth Park. He ended up running 29.85, look, a lot of people would give their left arm to be in a final of the, the Pours of Thunder, so don't get me wrong there. But there's a couple of theories here. I'm interesting to hear what Brooks says later on, but he hadn't been to Wentworth Park for five or six months, and sometimes it's a bit of a tricky track. So if that was his first look back, then um, he can be forgiven for running that time. Either that or he's got some small little injury because he's definitely quicker than that. There's no way that Greyhound would have been able to range up to Amron Boy like he did. Add to the fact this week that he's drawn box five. So he, he needs to go to another level, a level that we know he can get to. Um, but he certainly needs to improve on what he's shown in his heat. And that's why it makes me think, is there something slightly wrong? Did he, did he not handle the track as well? Um, I've spoken to a couple of people who are, who are, are greyhound aficionados that they thought he, he just took a couple of missteps down the back where he either didn't handle the track well. So there's certainly improvement there. Um, but... Box five makes it tricky on mm. Saturday, but it was a terrific victory. You'd love him drawn in the red, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. And look, I think it was just testament to his chasing ability because he really had to guts that win out. Um, obviously, he had Zipping Kyrgios behind him, who was the king of Wentworth Park, so it wasn't an easy race. But the way, the ease of which he got to the first corner in front, I thought he's just going to blow these greyhounds away, and mm. he was really struggling down the back. So. It'd be interesting to hear um, uh, Brooke's comments uh, later on. Now, she's a pearl. We saw her almost knock him over in the, the Phoenix, and she won her heat. And they're racing now. She's a pearl away only fairly, but she'll accelerate through. And she leads to the first corner from Coco Model. Across to third as he's grand and fourth is Fat Boy's Charm. They're followed by another batter and zipping Alabama down the back. And she's a pearl. She speeds away, opens up four links Coco Model. They're followed another batter zipping Alabama and he's grand. But it's she's a pearl at the home turn. She's well clear from Coco Model. She's back to her favourite place. And she is back up. Big winner. She's a pearl beats Coco model. And well, she showed a ton of pace in the Phoenix as well. And George, you just highlights if you got that early pace to the first mark and, and that first turn, 
By gee, it stands in excellent stead, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Look, Sean, the, the impressive we, uh, thing about that victory, and again, you heard from race caller Matt say that she she dwelt a little bit at the start. Yeah. She certainly didn't begin all that well, but then it's just that pure acceleration with a good box draw where you're able to push through, and then she can just showcase her class. She's an absolute star. Um, there's no doubt about it. She's a pearl. She's back to the track where she loves. She has drawn box eight in the final, which is really, really interesting because she will need to begin better than she did because... She's going to be camped out wide, and all of a sudden you're up against greyhounds who have got a little bit more early speed to that first corner. Um, it's, it's an intriguing battle, and it would be a monumental victory. If she is able to win off box eight, mm-hmm. um, it would be fantastic. Can, clearly, she's capable of doing it, but she just needs to get those manners right at the start, like she did at the Phoenix. She began really well that day and gave herself every chance to try to hold out while she's fast and co, but... Uh, yeah, just from the box draw, um, it's, it is a bit of a hoodoo box, box eight at Wentworth Park. She just has to begin clean. Is it just eight at Wentworth Park, or is she just doesn't fire out of eight? No, she might fire out. She might fire right out, but um, it's just one of those mm. um, tracks where you really don't want to be camped on that first corner out wide. Yeah. Um, you speak to a lot of locals there, and they say the last thing you want to draw is box eight in, you know, in a big race. But look... And I know he's an absolute champion. That's even at a higher level. But we've seen Fernando Bale win group races there for fun off Box 8. Um, we've seen Handsome Prince and a couple of others. I think Mystic Wright for Peter Lagosioni win $2 million chases from Box 7 out wide. So, look, if she begins cleanly, she'll put herself into the race. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of speed drawn closer to the fence. So um, if she's able to uh, um, get across from them, and then it just depends where a few of these others sit. But uh, she's in this up to her ears. All right, Zipping Maserati was another one who went around on uh, Saturday night and was impressive also. And they're racing now, and Reflections bounced well. She's going to lead down to the first corner on Zipping Maserati. Good odds, Emma, third, and out wider coming over. Father Rick into a handy place. Good odds, Emma, on to heels. There followed Falcon Fly, well back Serengeti, and who told Shorty? But it is Zipping Maserati. Off the back straight, he dashed to the front and raced away on Reflections. There followed Father Rick, Falcon Fly, and good odds, Emma, at the home corner. It's Zipping Maserati by two. Reflections tries to come back, but Zipping Maserati, too good beat. Reflections. Third father, Rick. Fourth, good odds, Emma. From I tell you what, George, it seems if you just put the word zipping as the first part of a greyhound's name, they can all gallop, can't they? Yeah, they go okay, don't they? And look, this, this guy's, uh, this fellow's pretty special. He's won 26 out of 52. Took out the Gosford Cup last week. And yeah, look, he's just racing in nice form. He had to overcome box six. He ran 29.59. It wasn't too far off the best on the program. The key to him is his early speed again. And look, he's drawn nicely in the final in box two. Um, he's got a terrific record from box two. Last uh, uh, Three out of his last four starts from the check um, has resulted in some very, very fast wins, including that Gosford Cup win in 29.44. So just look out for him, um, especially if he can begin cleanly. He's a, a major chance. The key to him is he needs to uh, get ahead of uh, French Martini early. All right, so you rate him right in this? Yeah, I think so, just because of his early speed. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got to be right up there. Um, as I said, Amron boy, it'd be interesting to, to hear what, what Brookiness has to say mm. because uh, I'd say they would have even thought he, he expected him to go a little bit quicker. Um, but we all know his qualities now. He just needs an ounce of luck and he'll be powering home. I think French Martini was, was ultra impressive last week, 29.45. It was good to see her back in form. She sort of came to Victoria and we didn't see the best of her. Um, she wasn't drawing too well, um, wasn't getting to the first corner in a good position. But at the end of the day, um, she, she's 
a much better greyhound back home by the look. And she's drawn box one in the final where she wants to be. She's clearly the greyhound to beat. But a lot depends on why she's a pearl dust early too because we all know she can Shanghai out and be very hard to beat. Well, is French Martini winning her heat of the Bulls of Thunder on Saturday night? Step beautifully, French Martini. She'll lead it with McInerney. They go together into the first turn. Across to third place is Scramjet and fourth is Gatlin. They're followed flash as Grim Madara. Last Nelly intention to the back straight and French Martini drove hard up along the rail, went to the lead from McInerney. Gatlin's running on back to the inside and they're followed by Flash as but French Martini, she raced away around the home turn, put up four lengths, Gatlin and then McInerney and French Martini all the way beats home Gatlin, third McInerney fourth scram. McInerney run on a bit to run into third there, George. Yeah, he did. Look, he got caught up a little bit. He wanted to use a little bit of the track, and at this stage, French Martini was off and gone. If she leads, especially at Wentworth Park, there really isn't any catching her. She's an absolute star. Um, 29.45, her run home time was ridiculous. So that's the key to her. She went 5.46 early. Zipping Maserati went 5.43, just a touch slower. If she can hold him out on that first corner, she'll get to the line stronger, and she'll be the greyhound to back. It was a terrific victory. She won easily over Gatlin, who's in this final as well. He can show a lot of speed as well. So McInerney running into third there, running 29.86. So a couple of nice placings from McInerney of late, but French Martini too good. Which will lead? Is there a guaranteed leader? Would you, would you say I'll have a life on this? This will lead? There's probably not a guaranteed leader, but you would you would really be hard-pressed to find something other than she's a pearl if she can begin cleanly. If she can begin cleanly, she, she would lead that race. Um... And, I, and many say she might need to with French Martini's on her hammer, especially considering the times they ran. But it's always harder to go around a greyhound when you've got one in front of you, and um, it'll be an intriguing battle. Um, look, they probably would have preferred her drawn a little bit closer in. She was used to drawing boxes four, five, and six in some of those big races. She's a pearl, and she handled it perfectly because she shanghaied out of the boxes. That's what she's going to need to do again. There's speed in two in Zipping Maserati and Gatlin as well. French Martini's no slouch to the first marker, but... I think she's a pill should lead the race. All right. Now, what about the uh, the National Derby, National Futurity? Yeah, look, um, these are for the younger greyhounds, age-restricted. We'll kick off with the National Futurity. I'll just go through the market here. Mortified, $2.20. Queen of Scotch at 19 uh, Windrow All-Class at $5. Ava Blazer, seven fifty. Mount Gower at $34. Zipping Mercedes at 21 Victor Marley at 12 And Baby JC... The one of two Victorians in the race at $3.40. Look, Mortified um, is a very, very talented chaser, drawn where she wants to be. Uh, she'll improve in her heat win. She'll be hard to beat. The, hard to beat. the two Victorians, Ava Blazer, um, is a talented type. She got beaten a fair way, but she'll improve off that run. And Baby JC, well, she's been all-class, Baby JC. She made the Laurels final. She was in heat of the Melbourne Cup after winning a prelude. And as we, we said when she was going through that uh, Laurels period, uh, Sean, it's always better when you're coming back in class up against your own age and sex. It's a, it's a drop in class. And Baby JC put them to the sword in the heat. It was very, very impressive. So, again, flying the ointment is box eight for her. I think Ava Blazer can begin cleanly and certainly finish in the top three. But I think Mortified, clearly the Greyhound to beat off box one. With uh, George Fruits, you're looking at the Greyhounds. And, uh, George, one Greyhound, his name is always associated with big races. And he turned it on the other night, Salad Dodger. Oh, absolutely. He broke a track record um, at Sir Elgin last start. He's got so much speed, this greyhound. We've seen him, of course, run second uh, in a Bendigo Cup. Um, he's been a terrific greyhound. He finished behind Typhoon Sammy that day. That was uh, back late last year. And 
since then, um, he, he won a free-for-all at Sandown. He's been switching distances a little bit. His, his pet distance is around that Country Cup distance. And, um, look, obviously he's getting set for the Terrelgan Cup, the heats um, uh, later this week, and then the final on um, Australia Day. So look out for Salah Dodger, who was terrific. And it would be a big um, thrill for trainer Anthony as a party because he trained his sire, Whiskey Riot, to win an Australian Cup and some really, really big races. Um, so, um, yeah, look, uh, sorry, a Melbourne Cup, Whiskey Riot mm. won. Um, ran second in the Melbourne Cup. So, yeah, look, uh, I think it's always a big big thrill when you breed them yourself. But watch out for Salad Dodge. He'd be one of the leading fancies going into Terrelgan. Stagger Out Lee was an incredible winner at Sandown over the distance there, and uh, he's going to have a crack at the distance plate at Wendy on um, Pools of Thunder night. Yeah, she is. Um, look, she... Uh, that was a terrific win. That was another highlight of that whole dream chase. Is he, he was a young fella practicing law, hadn't mm. been training dogs long, and she came from the clouds to beat some very, very good greyhounds. So she's drawn box two in this final. She's at $9. The favourite is Corborn Magic, who needed all of the 720 metres to get hit the job done in his heat, but he's just a dominant stayer. He was in that final as well, that stagger out Lee won. The others in contention, Ritza Piper, was a really good win. She had to come from a wide draw, it was a bit of a bustle up on the corner, but she got across and led, and then was too good, wasn't for catching. She's drawn box one with a slow beginner in two and stagger out Lee. I think she's a big chance with the Piper here. If she can find the front early, she might be very, very hard to beat. She's the second favourite at $3.70. We've also got the running of the National Derby. So we've got four group finals there at Wentworth Park on Saturday night, and there's equal favourites here. Rockstar Apollo is a young greyhound going places. His heat win was outstanding in very quick time. But Victor Damien from, from South Australia, 29.44. Now, when you consider that's quicker than any of the Pause of Thunder Heat winners. That gives, you an ind- yeah, that gives you an indication of this greyhound and where he's going. He's only a young pup. He can have to contend with Box 5, got to the front and absolutely brained them in very, very fast time. He has to contend with Box 5 again in the final. $2.70 each of two, those two greyhounds. Gozo King at $6.50, closer to the fence. Starline Express at four sixty, but... I look, if Victor Damien can just step as well as he can, um, even with the box draw, he's got not the best beginner drawn on his, uh, close on his left-hand side. I think Victor Damien will be hard to beat. Trainer Tony Rasmussen has, Rasmus, Rasmus, has openly come out and said this is the fastest greyhound he's trained in nearly three decades of training greyhounds. So there's a fair rap there. And um, looks like South Australia might have unearthed a real cracker here in the National Derby final. I was just thinking back, Stagger at Lee, her trainer, he, he's a great young bloke. He's studying at university and I think double degree. Well, it was Jack Strutt. Didn't yeah. they have a T-shirt that said Strutt in and Stagger out <laughs> yeah, when they go to the pub? So. His dad got that done, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Look, she's just taking him on a ride. She really oh, has. Good I mean, luck to you. She's, she's, yeah, she's been a terrific greyhound. Her prize money levels um, are through the roof and she gets an opportunity here. Look, she does get a little bit far back and I think if, if Ritza Piper and... Uh, and uh, Corborn, uh, sorry, what's the other Greyhound's name? Uh, Corborn uh, Magic are close enough to the front. I think she'll be, find it hard pressed to run them down. But as you mentioned, she's won nearly two hundred thousand in prize money. Interestingly, she has not won a race since that day at Sandown, but she has not missed a place either. She's placed in all of those runs, including a few of them behind Corborn Magic. So. Yeah, watch out for her late. If there's any type of trouble, she's one of those Greyhounds that'll be getting to the line off. Now, is there a winner today lurking anywhere? Yeah, there is. Uh, there's a couple that we like. Uh, we'll start off um, race four, number five, Modest at Warnable. Um, I'd like to run two starts at Ballarat. Um, 
I thought it was a, a pretty handy run. Look, it's a, it's a winnable race here, despite the box draw. We're willing to have a play on that race for number five. Quaddy numbers there, four, one, eight, and seven, into one, six, and seven, into three, one, and seven, and we come home with three, five, and two. Shepparton tonight is one uh, that we're keen on. I'll just get it up here. Race three, number six, get a beer. Great name. Get a beer, trained by uh, Robbie Glass. He's won four out of seven. Last two wins at Shepparton have been really good. Eight seconds to the marker. He's flying around 21.70 overall. Um, vacant box on its inside should be winning race three, number six. Quaddy numbers there today, four, seven, and eight, uh, into five, one, six, and three, into seven, four, and three, and we come home with six and five.